Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Precious Dawn. How are you guys? How was last week? <laughs> I know yes, that's rhetorical because if you're in Nigeria and even if you're not in Nigeria, you have an hint of what is happening in this country. This last week was very eventful for us. Very, very eventful. A lot of things happened. Yeah, from the protest that started like two weeks ago, it became more enforced this last week. You know, roads were blocked. Um, the Lekki massacre happened. That was when we got the Nigerian flag stained with blood. Where the army that was supposed to protect its its people, its citizens, instead was killing them. These guys were unarmed. <laughs> It was so funny that these these guys they even killed were they weren't there to fight they were armless they they weren't with any weapons all the weapons they had was the national anthem in their mouth and the national flag in their hands they were even kneeling down and most of them still died the army didn't even flinch you know i actually heard that if if the you know the way the army was trained is that whenever they see the nigerian flag or whenever they hear the national anthem they are you know supposed to stay still they can't do anything but (laughs) instead (laughs) we know the story instead of what instead of them standing still in fact it, it made them more it made them more energized to do their bid on those innocent civilians it was in this same last week we we listened to our president <laughs> our president come and talk to us with a script a recorded a recorded script and it was in a city i even saw one uh, someone picture of him sitting there in the sitting room and he was watching himself in the tv even that's not even the case everything he said in his speech was bullshit bullshit because he did not mention for one the real issue for me that's that speech looks like a threat where he was addressing the international body you know telling them that they should not interfere and before they interfere they should do their proper investigation before <laughs> before before putting their mouth in it you know it's, it's as if they, they think we're foolish everybody knows this thing even international bodies now have seen these things and now you're you're making it seem as if we're stupid they are actually playing on our intelligence you know Barry actually went more in his speech and he was saying that if it was if there was going to be any protest again um, they were going to be seriously dealt with in a democratic system <laughs> like it is not our right to actually protest a peaceful protest although you know some talks took it they took it to another level entirely started vandalizing people's properties stoning buildings burning down buildings burning cars and stuff some talks and i'm sure they were sent by the government of course what else were we expecting 
you know they took it to another level and you know of course they they blamed it on the protesters because they thought it was the protesters doing it this same week Tinubu, <laughs> Tinubu, the the so-called Ashiwa Jove, that man is just crazy. I'm serious. He he, he was at France. It was it was them. You know, there was a claim that it was in France. I actually saw the video that it was in France, and then he almost got beat up. His son actually got beat up. It wasn't him. His son actually got beat up by people you know by nigerians in france and then they literally beat this guy up and i saw tinubu by himself running in the airport and then you know today was it today no i think it was i can't remember the particular day but they, they were interviewing him i think it was on saturday they were interviewing or sunday morning i'm not sure they were they were interviewing him and he said that he, he didn't leave he didn't go anywhere that he was in he was in lagos in the ashwajo of lagos he <laughs> in Where would he go to? Imagine that bullshit. Who is he deceiving? Who are they deceiving? You know the this past week, like I said, guys was was very eventful. You know, from a lot of prayers to sadness. A lot of people were sad because a lot of people began to be hopeless. Where is this country going to? I was part of those people. I was so sad. I was so, so sad. Especially when I came online and I went on my WhatsApp. Um, my WhatsApp. And I I saw people's statuses, you know. Saw different killings. Different stories. I even, I don't know if you guys heard of Darren's boyfriend, okay. That story is so sad so so sad so last week was was a very eventful time for everyone in nigeria you know i know most people couldn't go to their workplace because of it because the protest was so heavy everywhere i still i still saw um on on sunday on sunday night i still saw one particular video of um the police at Calabar shooting at protesters on Sunday this is Sunday they were they were shooting at protesters and it was so so bad guys it was so so bad I mean is that their job I, I didn't know if I didn't I didn't actually see if the if the <laughs> what am I even saying even if the guys were not were not um the one that happened at Lekki these guys were holding flags so I don't even want to know if they were armed or not. Really, really, I don't want to know if they were armed. I just really hope we'll be able to get into this week with a lot more positivity. Because um, a lot of us has, has given up. <laughs> you know, after our president came out to say his speech, everyone was was just like... Is this the president we actually have? Is this the is is the, we, we didn't know how much <laughs> we didn't know how much fire we had in our bosom until we actually spoke. Then we knew the kind of devil we had in front of us. Cause it was just so very unreasonable. You know, everyone said that they want to leave the country, they want to go to Cameroon, they want to go to this. They want to go to Ghana, they want to go to Canada and stop. Guys, guys, 
understand and it was actually a very you know a very nice comic relief from you know the the old stress of the emotional um, trauma we took ourselves through in the week you know seeing people's dead bodies and hearing bad news from here to here you know NSAS was actually the beginning of this problem it was just the beginning because the the, the problem it's deeper than NSAS it's something deeper it goes down beneath the roots than NSAS so basically guys I I know how much how much it is devastating to be in Nigeria this time I mean how does it feel to be in Nigeria this time for me it feels it feels so devastating so terrible so hopeless because that was the feeling most people felt like why can't we do something even what we are trying to do that's by protesting they are stopping us from protesting they're stopping us from talking. There was a particular time I heard Buari talking on the news. It wasn't in the news. It was actually, I think he was talking to some journalists and he was telling the journalists that the youth should better be careful that the fact that they have their right to, to, um, to speech or right to talk doesn't mean they can say anything that they want. And, he, and I'm actually like, are you for real? Are we supposed to deal with your ego problem in this time? Are you serious? <laughs> we have a right to, to speech and now we don't have a right to speech. What are you saying? Like, what are you actually saying? It just really shows us so glaringly that our, our leaders are not leaders. They are just there to embezzle money, to just occupy space. Because really, they are not doing anything. I was on Buari's page on Instagram and I saw the way he was just signing check here, signing check there. Billions of Naira, guys. Billions. He said he signed one billion Kinikon for youth. He even said it in his speech. And I'm like, where is it? We're not seeing anything. We're not seeing the impact of what you did. Where is it? Where is it? We're not seeing it. It feels bad. It feels hopeless at this time trust me for us as nigerians at this time we're we're feeling so powerless because now what we even thought we were going to do a lot of us has given up on it we are saying okay rather than fight this devil i rather run away from me that i rather abscond who knows of you that cannot afford to travel out of the country i say you have got even myself i don't like i don't like that this weekend i'm already in ghana i've lied we are just lying and deceiving ourselves because deep down in our hearts we really really want to leave this country and deep down in our hearts we feel like there's no change to be made in this country anymore but for for a christian living in nigeria right now how does it feel for me i i battle with feeling positive and feeling negative because you know negativity is not supposed to be encapsulated in your christian journey in that sense you're supposed to rejoice in the lord always again i'll say rejoice you know in the presence of god 
there's fullness of joy <laughs> so there's not supposed to be um, devastation when you're with Christ in that sense but I figured that if we deny ourselves of the emotions we feel right now it's be very difficult for us to face the future especially for for us that we feel like why is God allowing this to happen see trust me guys Nigeria is one of the if they were to rate the old world on their praying skills or praying ability trust me Nigeria will rate top three or top five if not the first self I'm serious that's how much we pray even during this before the, the protest began we pray for Nigeria like die <laughs> then after the protest began even on protest grounds people were praying kneeling down praying in tongues and it just keeps us with that puzzled idea in our heads why is God silent why is he not doing anything honestly for me at this time as a Christian I I battle with two emotions negativity and positivity there's this you know battle between okay yes i believe at this time i have faith at this time and i kind of don't have faith at this time and there's just that battle basically there's that battle going on you know when you have the promise of god in your head at one side telling you that even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death you should not fear any evil because he's always with you and you're like if you're always with me why are you not hearing me now <laughs> I'm sure a lot of Christians died on that protest ground during the Lekki massacre. Why didn't he do something? You know, there's the scripture that also says his thoughts towards us are thoughts of good and not of evil to give us an expected end. Is this expected end for those that died? Was the expected end for them to die? I mean, it's sort of like will make you think. God had the power to stop this from happening, so why didn't he stop it? Exactly. I battled with battled with this thought. I still battle with it. Don't let me don't let me lie. I would not lie. But then during the week I, I was just with God and I, I said, I don't understand. Why do you allow this to happen? And I didn't find any logical explanation one deep-seated confirmation i just had in my spirit was that my father is not a man that he will lie neither is he the son of man that he would repent i know that he loves us deeply and to to comfort me i i stumbled on on a bible passage bible passage in mark in mark 9 and that Bible passage it was talking about um, when Jesus when Jesus saw the boy that was demon possessed and he asked what was wrong and they said the boy foams up in his mouth becomes stiff and you know the demon in him has always wanted to kill him by throwing him into water and into fire and you know the demon has just been dealing with him basically there was one part that not really you know that really stood out for me 
it was verse 23 and 24 let's read okay let me start from verse 20 they brought the boy to him when the demoniac spirit saw him immediately it threw the boy into a convulsion and falling to the ground he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth jesus asked his father how long has this been happening to him and he answered since childhood the demon has often thrown him both into fire and into water intending to kill him but if you can do anything take pity on us and help us jesus said to him you say to me if you can all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me immediately the father of the boy cried out with a desperate piercing cry saying i do believe help me overcome my own belief <laughs> the last part stood out for me i do believe help me overcome my own belief and that is what i've been singing i've been singing to god all through this last week up until now i tell him father i believe your promises i believe you so badly but help me overcome that part of me that doesn't really believe this that doesn't believe that change is possible in this country that doesn't believe that these politicians these politicians can actually live totally like they will actually live because this thing is not just a one man problem it's a it's a system infected problem and until that system is flushed out it will continue being infected you know when i read this i i just found that solace and i'm like father i i can be this vulnerable with you to tell you how i really feel i believe in your promises i believe you love me i believe you're not the son of man that you would lie neither are you the son of man that you would repent and i really believe that but help me overcome my own belief when i'm feeling like i don't have enough faith help me increase my faith strengthen my faith increase me with strength in my inner man because i feel weak to believe this thing so for those of you thinking oh my god why is god not doing this you're feeling hopeless and you feel like you've been thinking about the promises of god don't give up just be vulnerable to that and tell him be vulnerable to god tell him you believe but let him help you overcome your own belief be that vulnerable with him he won't eat you trust me he won't eat you he won't he won't beat you for for telling him the truth because really he sees your heart so if your mouth is saying something else and your heart is saying something else trust me it's whatever is in your heart is communicating with and is working with for you so believe but if you also do not believe tell him you don't believe and tell him to help you with your own belief it's not wrong if you're completely hyped and hopeful as a christian trust me i envy you <laughs> I envy you so bad if you if you keep on you know you have all your shit got together and you believe this thing trust me I envy you so so badly but 
at this time i think this is the most reasonable thing for us to do is to tell father how we feel talk to him go to your sacred place pray to him father i believe what your promises has in store believe what your promises say but help my unbelief help me increase my faith to believe in what you've already said so um i i figured a lot of us have gotten distracted because of what Buari said, you know, we felt like I, f- I felt like a lot of us felt like Buari when Buari came out, it should have, you know, helped us or you know said something that would shock us or that would bring faith to us for him to come and reassure us. But when he came out, he just came to say bullshit, and everybody just became distracted, especially with the palliatives they discovered. Those palliatives for COVID-19 they discovered in the warehouses especially that a lot of us became so distracted by that and we forgot or were forgetting that there's still something at stake the new nigeria we want to say is still not bettered for it yet people are still working trust me people people are still working files is still working whiskey is still working DJ switch is still working people are there trying to fight to see the change that we want to see so the best way to help us the best way to contribute to this is to lend your voice in the little way possible because right now they don't want us to protest I think DJ switch is trying to do something about that. I think Faust is trying to do something about that but we'll know that better in the week basically I do not want us to keep quiet because Buari is trying to shut us up. Really, because you guys should just lend out your voices, basically. It's not the time to keep quiet. It's not the time to be silent. A lot of people are are behind us. International bodies, people internationally are there looking at us. They are watching us. So I really do not want us to now be the ones that... We look down on ourselves and now give up. People are looking up onto us. People need us not to get distracted because they can see the vision of the new Nigeria that we are working towards. I'd like to quote something from Eddie Morero. I hope I got that spelling right. I saw his tweet on Twitter and he said, I... I stand with the youth of Nigeria and its defender of human rights at this pivotal time in history. No one should bear the indignity and lack of basic human rights at the hands of police. The indiscriminate and deliberate profiling of young Africans, the targeting of LGBT persons, the false accusations, blackmail, extortion, violence, and murder of innocent life is a systematic dismantling of democracy. These injustices must not be tolerated. Rise up, Nigeria. All world is with you. The old world is with you. The old world is watching. Answers and police brutality. Eddie Morero, African jazz vocalist, actor, and Nigerian descendant. So that's just one of the many people that 
are looking upon to us and are hoping that we won't get distracted and that they are hoping that we'll keep going on so don't let's give up at this time this is not the time to give up this is not the time this is not the time to to now look down on ourselves and start pitying ourselves we can do this and i really want you to believe in this fact that we can actually do this for the lives that were lost during the lekki massacre i'll be observing one minute silence for them on this episode today May their soul rest in perfect peace. Amen. Those heroes should not go. Their deaths should not go on unjustified, guys. Let's remember the sacrifices people have put into this protest. And just remember, this is not the time to be silent. This is not the time to give up. Instead, stand strong and let's keep going. It's not going to be easy, but trust me, like I always say, it is not impossible. So guys, um, <laughs> that's the end of today's episode. Yes, today was supposed to be a Q&A session for love languages, but I decided to push that because of the heat of the situation. I just decided to let that off my chest because I felt it was really necessary. So if you still have your questions about um, the love languages, you want to, you can listen to that last episode and um, give me your questions if you're not clear about anything. I'll be willing to hear from you. My WhatsApp number is 09032404105. And um, I'm on Twitter at pshobamiwate. That's P-S-O-B-A-M-I-W-A-T-A-Y. Yes, at Presh at pshobamiwate. My IG handle is at precious underscore shubamiwa. That's P R E C i-o-u-s underscore s-o-b-a-m-i-w-a yes so guys that's the end of today's episode i hope this truth does set you free and i hope you have an awesome and amazing week let's stay hopeful guys keep praying we'll pull through we will pull through i love you guys stay safe stay sane bye